I'm your number one fan. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. Afraid. Don't be afraid. This is Coffin Couch. I'm not into romance. Scion Doss. I didn't hear any applause for that. Jay Maddox. Da, da, da. I'm giving him help. It knows too much already. You know, make us dig our own grave and put a bullet in our throat. We all go a little mad sometimes. I was just terrified, dude. I felt so scared. I knew you were going to do that, too. Don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, are you ready? Uh, let's get ready for Coffin Couch. Introducing first, the brains behind the operation. He's a power lifter that likes waffles, special kind of waffles. We have Scion Doss. How's it going, everyone? Happy Friday. Look, man, if I'm going to give you that big of intro, have some energy. You know, like, hey, How hey, is hey going, everybody? everyone? Happy, happy Friday. Happy Friday. I am from J Maddox Entertainment. I am the full staff for that enterprise. Yeah, I'm the one and only J Maddox. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. You guys, we have a special guest uh, this evening coming to us all the way from Canada land. And she is two hours behind us, so we could tell her what the future is. It's, it's, <laughs> it's dark. It's dark. You know her as Nikki from Dark Between Pages, everyone. Yay. Yo. We need to put like an applause track in there because every every week I get excited and I hear nothing. Brad, Brad oh. says I never looked impressed with your intros. <laughs> I'm just no Brad. I'm just I'm just hoping I, I can follow it up. Like I'm I'm thinking like if you ask me a question or like, oh, I don't say anything too like uh crazy. So yeah. All right, guys, so the first movie we have on our list today is a South Korean movie that was released in 2020. It's written and directed by Chung Hyun Lee, and it's called The Call. Here's the premise. Two people live in different times. Seo Yun lives in the present, and Young Suk lives in the past. One phone call connects the two, and their lives are changed irrevocably. So what were your thoughts on this, Nikki? Uh, I really actually quite enjoyed the call. Uh, I, I was kind of leaning between a 3.5 and a 4, probably closer to a 4. Um, I, I was really surprised on how well, since it is translated, how they were able to match up the, the lips with the voice. Although I will always wonder what the true characters or the true actors' voices sound like. Um, I thought the acting was pretty decent, pretty good, um, some better than others. The effects were also pretty good. I was surprised um, on how well they did those. The story was really unique. It was raw. It was emotional. There, w It was kind of set around the Christmas time, so it's kind of like the perfect time to watch it. You know, if you see the sneak peeks of the Christmas tree that's in there or the dates. Um, yeah, it was a really unique story. The ending, some, some of the ending kind of got a little confusing, but at the same time, I had some ideas of what I thought was happening at the end of the story. But I guess unless they come out with a second one, I will never know whether I was right or not. Yeah, I pretty much am in the same boat with you. I think I'll first start off by saying, while I'm sure there are terrible horn, uh, horn, are there terrible foreign horror movies i have so yet fast. to every, <laughs> every single yeah exactly every single foreign horror flick particularly out of south korea that i've seen in the last two to three years has either blown my mind away completely or actually made ridiculous effort to be unique and original and this one was no different mm -hmm. It's one of the most, it has one of the most inventive and creative plots. You know, there's so many surprises and great turns that this is the kind of story you really want to experience for yourself. That's why we're going to keep our thoughts pretty brief in terms of the storytelling, at least, because even getting into how certain characters acted would be giving away huge things. And, you know, I have this ongoing joke how IMDb plot synopsis or plot synopses, I guess you'd say, usually spoil the hell out of horror films. And Netflix does a good job. But in, in this this time around, Netflix totally spoils um, like a major plot point right in the the premise that they give you, which is really shock was really shocking to me. And IMDB did a good job of keeping it under wraps. So what I'll say is 
even though it's borderline impossible, when you click on this on Netflix, just click play. Don't don't <laughs> try to read the premise because it, it's literally in the first sentence. They give away something that occurs like halfway into the whole movie, which is just bizarre, I thought. But that being said, apart from the really, really well-written story, I thought all the acting was solid. You know, the the it's written by, I believe, um, yeah, it's written and directed by Chung Hyun Lee. So dude's really talented. And the, the actress who played Young Suk, who I cannot even describe her character because that would be a huge spoiler, actually. But she deserves an Oscar for her performance here. I genuinely thought all I can say is in a horror film, an actress, let alone an actress who is pretty young, be so convincing in her role. That's all I can say without spoiling it. Because even even talking about how she she how well she delivered her lines in certain scenes would be giving away huge parts of her character. So that's all I'll say. So Jong Si Jin was just fantastic. And the L Lee who played her mother, equally fantastic. Absolutely horrifying and unnerving, I thought. And I will say without getting into what happens in the scene, there's one one horrific um, moment, truly horrific moment, like about in the first quarter of the movie, the way that scene was executed, not only was it, I was shocked how believable everything was considering what was going on, that intensity that Ellie has as the mother in that scene, she has even when she's not doing what she's doing in that scene throughout the whole movie. And I thought that was just awesome. So definitely one of two of the greatest performances I've seen in, in any horror movie, if I'm being honest, they were, they were really, really good. And all the other acting was great. And I will say the, the finale along and that, when I say finale, I'm including the way the credits were introduced. I really loved the way they, they ended it at first i was screaming at the screen but <laughs> i i basically within a minute i came around mentally and i was like you know this was the the better way to go and i shouldn't say better but if if someone told me this is how they would end this movie i'd probably say that's that's kind of stupid but the way they go through with it it totally works and it's it really packs a emotional punch and the last thing I can really say about this without spoiling it is the, the score of the movie. So like the, the music is really well uh, placed and really makes some scenes uh, where it, it's not even anything we haven't seen before necessarily. But for whatever reason, I felt really attached to these characters. And it was, yeah, the whole experience was just awesome. And my only con that I had with this is I did feel like the ending dragged too much. When I see the ending, I mean the last 25 minutes, it felt like certain points you thought it was going to end and then it kept going a little and then you thought it was going to end and it kept going a little. But because everything was tied up so well and the ending just totally knocks you on your ass, like seriously, even up to the way the title font appears at the end, it's brilliant. I loved it, dude. And I, I'm going to say very strong probably 4.25 out of five for this because south korea keep doing what you're doing i absolutely loved metamorphosis which is uh south korea's take on the possession genre which is on shutter and i love that and now i love the call so highly recommend this one what were your thoughts on this jay you gave it a 4.25 nikki what was yours yeah four leaning out okay. of four yeah okay cool cool overall i mean I, I did like it it was it uh redeemed itself it did have somewhat of a uh slow start to it and i did have some trouble getting into it in the beginning because i mean you guys know how my brain works um and it did seem a tad bit long i didn't realize it was as long as it was until i got you know into the middle of it or you know 75 percent of it into it but uh, it did redeem itself um the, once the main plot line took off that's when it became really interesting to me because you know of course they spent the first 25 30 minutes setting everything up to me it came became more of a thriller than it did a horror so as i watched it the thing that popped in my head the most was this could be a blockbuster if it was americanized and what i mean by that is you add a few hollywood actors into it throw kevin bacon in it because he's got to have his hands on everything and you slap 
the Bloomhouse movie logo on it, you have yourself, you know, a $75 million box office movie in the wintertime. That's what I saw. Does does have Bloomhouse all over it? Does have Kevin Bacon? I, I was just waiting for him to pop up. Does have him all over it? Okay, so this is a good representation of how interesting South Korean films can be. <laughs> the acting, I thought, above average, good, convincible. The storyline was smooth, except, and this is not too much of a spoiler. Except towards the end, it got a bit confusing. Um, yeah. This is one of those situations where you have to pay close attention to to keep keep attention to the timeline because if you blink, you kind of miss which timeline you're in. And the timeline started to overlap at one point for me. So at the same time, you know, although that that storyline's been done before, where you know if you look deep, you realize it's basically one of those timeline uh, movies where like, if you go back in time, and this, again, this shouldn't be a spoiler because this is all over yeah. the premise of it. But if you go back in time and you change something, just how many different timelines do you change for the future? It's just another twist on that sort of, uh, um, you know, basic movie plot, but it's done so well. It's done, you know, stepped up a few notches, it, it, a lot of different timelines. So yeah, you have to pay attention. And of course the, the ending was, a bit confusing. So I was looking at this by the end of it. I went from going into it thinking it was a horror, changed to a thriller, and then by the end of it, it had the sci-fi undertones because of the changing of the timelines. So I mean, th this is South Korean film. It this one just hit every genre, and it was mm -hmm. nice. And there was nice. Yeah. The, the the one drawback, again, the ending is you know a little confusing. So, yeah, so only only because yeah. only because of the somewhat confusing ending and not realizing it was that long, I gave it a four. As a good okay. solid four, yeah. which you know, in my in my scale that's, that's great in your book. Yeah. Good. That that's in that great category. So yeah. That's the call. Right on, man. Yeah. So I guess yeah, you and Nikki are in the same boat with this one. And I, I liked it a tad bit more than you guys, but that's that's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, Chris. South Korean films for the last 20 years have been incredible. I agree, man. Nick says you need to watch, he needs to watch South Korean movies. Definitely. Robert says seeing Old Boy 2004, life changing. Park Chan Wook's Revenge trilogy, awesome. There's Old Boy, then there's Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance and Lady Vengeance. And yeah, my favorite would have to be Old Boy. I think Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance is good but i think i like lady vengeance more than it but yeah the acting across all of them are fantastic but the host <laughs> memories of murder that was both of those were fantastic memories of murder is about uh south korea's first serial killer i think that's a really good movie and then oh that's intriguing director, that's from the director of parasite so that was great spider force is awesome too man that, that that's that was really disturbing see and i feel out of the loop because i haven't watched many of these but i gotta tell you the call was a good place to start if i was gonna really dive in absolutely yeah, Nick. Yeah. like it, yeah and i will say not not just because it's a great movie it's not overly con confusing or anything in terms of content the dark content in this is nothing new for like like i noticed south korea and all those movies that robert mentioned too and even one that pops to my mind, which is a Japanese film called The World of Kaneko. They have no problem treating underage people, big characters, as real human beings with serious problems. And and a lot of times that is never seen, usually, most of the time in American uh, cinema. And not only does South Korea explore that, they're like, hey, you know, these, these are still humans and they can have adult problems and... A lot of the times, shit can get way more out of hand because they're underage. And the way they intertwine really like messed up themes into supernatural elements never feels like disrespectful. You're, you're a little bad. This, I mean, and, and this is not a, a Canada joke, but uh, oh, here we, we go. We, here we go. We saw how hard was that, was it for us to settle on this movie because. Your version of Netflix, your version of Prime was totally different than ours. And we kept going back and forth until we found a movie we both have. The issue, like, you told me you don't have Shudder. You have to get it through Prime. And Shudder is one of the, the places where we find a lot of the uh, South Korean films or Japanese films uh, or even Hispanic films 
that so you're saying I have to get Shutter. So Shutter would be not great. Sponsored by would be um, great. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, I mean, Netflix every now and then, like they surprise us with the call. Uh, Timmy, <laughs> says, Timmy, wait, Kevin Bacon's not in the movie. <laughs> no, he's not. That would have been great, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see Kevin Bacon killed in a movie like this. But yeah, he always he's so good at playing a dick man and everything. If you guys have my favorite Kevin Bacon performance, there's a movie called The Woodsman. Which is actually funny. Probably the most one of the most ballsy American movies I've seen, actually, where he plays a, a pedophile in reform. He has a movie with Rain Wilson from The Office called Super. That one was awesome, I thought too. It's super dark. It's with Ellen Page, and it's basically about this. Kevin Bacon plays this character where, without spoiling anything, he essentially straight up steals uh, Rain Wilson's uh, wife, and Rain Wilson spirals into depression and has kind of a <laughs> crisis and he becomes a superhero with a wrench and he goes around beating the shit out of people who was are that, uh, was that before or after dwight that that was that was before he uh if i thought you were making a joke like is that oh. before you applied for the job at the office but no, no. I, 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 that's <laughs> I, what I, I mean as soon as you say rain Wilson, it's just uh, no oh no yeah <laughs> this is way after he played dwight true yeah this yeah. is from like 2000 i think it was like 2010 or like okay. 2012 well yeah. that was in the middle of it uh, of it then yeah I think it ended at what, 14, 13, 14, 12, The Office? I, I don't know, man. The last season, I'm not going to – I already do not like James Spader that much. I think he's a he's a good actor, don't get me wrong. You know you just have those actors that you can't put your finger on it. You just don't like them. Like, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm not a – I wasn't a fan of the last season. Apart from that, it's my favorite show of all time. People can – Just for the uh, record, like my Kevin Bacon um, comment – that just proves six degrees of Kevin Bacon really happens because we were able to somehow circle back to Kevin Bacon being part. Of, we're talking about his older movies, and he has nothing to do with this movie. Mystic River, Kevin Bacon was great in that too. Stir of Echoes, if you guys haven't seen that, that Stir of Echoes was great. Really creepy ending. You, you know, Chris, he says Footloose is the best bacon. I can never watch Footloose again. It's already kind of cheesy now, but I can never, ever watch it again. After watching the Andy Samberg movie Hot Rod, I love that movie so much. <laughs> There's a scene where he gets mad at his dad. He's just getting drunk and high in the forest, and he starts breakdancing randomly and falls down a mountain. It's like the funniest thing ever, but yeah. Best Kevin Bacon movie ever is Friday the 13th. <laughs> he wasn't yeah. was part two, was it? One or one of those early ones he was in. Chris said, "Old Boy remake was was a uh, trash. Absolutely, it's one of the worst movies I've seen." Robert, yeah, the Grudge remakes. I actually like them with Sarah Michelle Gellar. I think they're pretty creepy. Grudge Two, especially, is fucking terrifying. There's a scene where this woman opens the door to her apartment and she's just chugging a gallon of milk while talking to someone, and it's so creepy. I don't know. I've seen part two. Movie on yeah. Stars, man. When I was like nine, I think. And it totally freaked me out. But yeah, <laughs> the, the one that Nicholas Pache made, or I think I totally butchered his name, but he, he's the guy who directed. Was, um, was that the singer from 98 Degrees, right? <laughs> I'm exactly, you know that. I just picked one. He, Backstreet Boys, what are those? Oh, yeah. Ro Robert, yeah. Grudge 2 is phenomenal, I think. And so many creepy ass moments in that. But yeah, like the, the 2020 remake was atrocious, I thought. Okay, guys, so our second movie we have for you this week is a 2000 movie. It's a Canadian werewolf film. It's called Ginger Snaps. It's a classic. It was directed by John Fawcett, written by John Fawcett, as well as Karen Walton. And here's the premise. Two death-obsessed sisters who are outcasts in their suburban neighborhood must deal with tragic consequences when one of them is bitten by a werewolf. What are your thoughts on this, Nikki? Well, this one, of course, being Canadian... <laughs> all right this one is also nostalgic for me because i watched this when it came out in 2000 my goodness it makes me feel very very old uh, i would probably give this a 4.5 it's not quite a five but because it's got all of those memories for me it's up there jay that's it i'm telling you i'm gonna come after you <laughs> um i almost I do think this is a bit of a different werewolf story than what you do see out there for a lot of things, you know, the cliche thing. Uh, I, again, I'm going to pinpoint the Canadian parts, like seeing all the Ontario license plates on all the vehicles and everything. It just kind of 
just kind of gives you that little putt gunch, like, yep, this is here. This was made here. I think it's, it's, it's makeup. But I'm sorry, Nikki. It's infecting That's you two now. You said putt. You said putt gunch instead of gut punch. Did I? Did I? <laughs> yeah, just like I, it's. It's like everyone's gonna start messing up now. It's all good. <laughs> it's I'm, like I'm we, a, it's like we've dick. all. Been... I to, it's funny, so I had to mention it. Okay, yeah. It's no like problem. we've all yeah. been drinking over here. You think it's yeah, like yeah, late exactly. Friday night, hey? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think the makeup was also pretty good for 2000. Uh, when I, I don't know how far we're going into spoilers here, but once Ginger starts to change, it, it's that gradual change. You can see the little tweaks in the makeup. The acting was pretty good again, some better than others. Um, I thought the filming was pretty decent and the effects and everything for 2000 as well. You know, um, I yeah. think I think the one thing is there are some parts where you think it, they probably could have done a little bit better, like like finding something in the middle of a field. You've been out there for how long? I mean, what's the chances that you didn't see that? Couldn't you have hidden that one part in the bush or something and somebody kind of stumble apart up stumble upon it it would have been a little bit better if some things were a little more a little more hidden but it was overall and for 2000 it was also quite dark especially when you're thinking that these are supposed to be like 16 year old teenagers 15 14 um but like being those teenagers those sisters being death obsessed like some of the photos that are in there and some of the recreations that they do like it's quite shocking that they were showing something like that for a teenager viewing back in 2000 but yeah, I really, I personally really like Ginger Snaps, but again, it's something I I grew up on. I'm right there with you, Nikki. I think I, I, I this is one of my favorite. As soon as Jay told me <laughs> that you, and I'm, I'm dying to know what he has to say. I'm genuinely, I'm excited. Yeah, me but, too. Yeah. Because I want to hear another opinion because <sighs> my few friends I've shown this to, one of them didn't care for it too much, but two of the other ones loved it. Catherine Isabel as Ginger, first off, and Emily Perkins as Bridget. They were they are so good as sisters, and their chemistry is phenomenal. And I thought it made certain emotional scenes fairly believable, despite how like crazy the subject matter is. While the practical werewolf effects in this are super duper dated, which is not the best thing for a movie that was made in two thousand. Which let's be honest, it's not like nineteen forty. I mean, it should have been a little better. While I thought the the, the werewolf effects were dated. The makeup effects are absolutely phenomenal, I thought, because in the the the, the transformation process that Ginger grows through goes through is very gradual. And it's so cool seeing her transform bit by bit. And then what I love most about this though is apart from how entertaining it is it's genuinely super dark at moments very very dark there and is I, some and humor I, in there like you know the little yeah tail, very tail dark yeah I'm talking like... about the writing is very ballsy i thought because the main you don't see main characters like i said i don't consider this a foreign film you know what i mean so let's be honest. so i don't <laughs> well i mean it was a canadian film so <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> Best foreign, foreign horror werewolf movie ever. Yeah, but foreign to you. No, but like, basically, I, I thought the, the writing here is so ballsy and puts the the main actors in scenes that you normally would never see people portraying underage characters in. Opening was great, and yeah, it, this tone that they have, I thought the supernatural elements, you know, are melded so well with the more grounded and angsty subject matter that comes with like, you know, the depressing terrain of being like a teenager. And, you know, without giving anything else away, this is one of my favorite movies to watch every, like, Halloween, pretty much. And, you know, if you're in the mood for something that doesn't take itself too seriously, but still packs a punch, and is pretty emotional at times, too. I I, yeah, I really love Ginger Snapson. I'm not even going to lie. I, I, I give it, a, like, a four and a half, man. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Do you think this is like a little bit of a metaphor in there, you know, because of why? Absolutely. Absolutely. No. And I think the people who, who, who I would never use that as a, as a stand to defend it from, you know, it's so deep. I would not, it's very clear, but I thought it's just, it's a killer one badass fun time. That's why yeah, but... I like it. I love ginger steps. And what'd you rate it by the way, Nikki? A 4.5. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I give like, it a 4.5. I love this movie, man. Ginger yeah. became a woman, though, but then she also became a man-eater. Here we go. I've been waiting for this all week. All Jay, right, let's go, buddy. Let's them, fight, them fighting okay. words. I tell you, I'm coming for you, man. Let's just start right now. <clears throat> so Be kind. 
Nikki picked this. It's a Canadian film. Yeah. On your version, Nikki, mm -hmm. it was a straightforward film, right? No, it was part of your prime package, I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay. Jay. Brad said Jay's going to destroy this movie. <laughs> I'm excited, dude. Just, go. Just, yeah. just, I just want to clarify. So it was on your prime, yeah. right, Nikki? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Scion, you, you did not watch it this time. You're going on based on your previous no watch. i i rewatched him and i have it on blu-ray oh my yeah. god that makes it worse okay so <laughs> yeah, yeah. over Jay. here over here in the united states of america okay me in columbus ohio right now my prime version it was not free it was prime through the imdb channel which i did not know imdb okay. had a channel with that said I got yeah. it free, but I got it with commercials. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, that's, not, that's not, never good. For okay, but yeah. the, the movie was not edited. It was just commercial. So it was like watching Tubi. Okay. Yeah. The problem with that is the commercials were the best part of the showing. Hmm. What are you guys talking about? I am hereby resigning from the show. <laughs> this is horrible. I have, I have notes. So Man. number one, number one, <laughs> here, here are my notes, guys. Number one. It was horrible. Number two, it was horrible. Number three, it was horrible. Okay. Number four, yeah. the acting. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Acting <laughs> was horrible. The plot was horrible. It was so unoriginal. I got so tired of watching the two sisters, the two girls, with their face yeah. snar snarled up the way they were, like somebody cut a big fart, <laughs> and they're smelling it throughout the whole movie. I mean, their, yeah. their facial expressions did not change once. Not at all. I would not call this a horror. I would call this garbage. <laughs> this was the monstrosity of a movie. It was way too long. Like, I don't know if mine was longer because of the commercials, which it probably was. But of course. I was in agony trying to finish this movie. What did I, what did I give Extremity? I gave Extremity like a minus 10. We may break the record, guys. This, oh, no, that's crazy. Fighting words. Okay, the, the, uh, it's going to be exciting, yeah. though. But yeah, okay. The, the dialogue crazy. was so over the top forced and, and then you're talking you're talking this was cutting edge for this for these two sisters that were 15 and 16 that's because they were in their mid-20s they did not pull yeah. off the fact that they were 15 and 16 look it up look at their ages now do some math they were in they were like 23 and 25 trying 18, to pass off they 18 were, ginger uh, was 18 no they, when they, were they were in their 20s this film was what 2000 look 18. up look up the the main snarly young i'll, I'll look it up i'll look 18. it up yeah I looked it up right after. Yeah. Ginger is only like it was 39. Like, it, was, it was like watching Beverly Hills 90210 because, you know, those <laughs> guys were in their 20s and 30s trying to be teenagers. It was downright horrible. Nothing else to it. The script was flat, meant nothing. The dialogue was so forced. Hey, that didn't sound too well. Let's throw in some out-of-place cuss words here or there to make it sound cut, cutting edge because they were so out of place. How are you guys liking this movie? Disagree <laughs> completely. 100% disagree. Yep. Final score should not have finished it, should not have been made. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, no, that's, dude, that's awesome that you, I, dude, you know what? Everyone here should re respect something, man. <laughs> no, there's my I, buddy doesn't, my buddy doesn't give a fuck. If he doesn't like something, he'll say it. And a lot of people can't do that. So I respect that, man. And I totally get where you're, where you're coming from. You know what I mean? Actually, that's a lie. Me saying that, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't get where you're coming from. But I understand how some people, if they agree with what you've said, they will not like this movie. Yeah. So okay, respect I mean, for the honesty. Yeah. Respect Dude, you for honestly, the honesty, you but you're wrong. You're wrong. You, no, you hated this more than Extremity, though, man. Yeah, I, I did. I, that's that's nuts. Bad. That, okay, I, that's I, cool. I, I, okay. I, let I, me look at her age, though. I'm just curious. Okay, so she was born in Catherine Isabel. You mean right? The girl who played Ginger. So she was born in eighty. Okay. She was born in eighty one. This movie was made in two thousand. Because what's that make her? 19? That's nineteen. Okay. Well, what's 19. the other one? The, the well, younger 19, one. Well, nineteen. But if you think they would have been filming the year before, so she would have been eighteen. What's the younger? The younger yeah. one. I was playing the fifteen year old. Yeah, I will older. say though, I didn't. I I think they did the. I think I mean, the sister was actually disagree in the performances because I believe they did phenomenal as to. That is their whole point, though. They're not really acting like their age group. Those are the actual characters too, though. You know what I mean? They're not like their peers. They're kind of. Uh, Can I tell you yeah, that I, was that was exactly like the girls that I went to high school with. 
100%. Yeah, and I feel my generation, I was out of that. I didn't grow up in the emo phase necessarily. It's funny. I'm a metalhead. So I was like the emo kid in the whole school. But but I wasn't like, I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't chopping things up and like putting Jeffrey Let's just say if this no. film was Americanized. <laughs> listen, listen. That is, that is funny. Yeah. This would have Lindsay Lohan in it. Kevin and- Bacon. <laughs> As, <laughs> as the dealer. Yeah. Kevin Bacon would be the wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that, that's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. My notes. All right. No, All no, right. dude. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 so I'd say, man. Yeah. Like, like. Hey, you didn't hire me to. No, like, hey. no, no. Yeah, exactly. No, but I, I hired you so you could disagree with everything. Exactly. Yeah, I I, 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 say, I I didn't get the vibe that it's like Spider Man one where everyone's at least twenty eight or thirty they look like in the movie. It, no, they, I, yeah, I think yeah. I think I think Wikipedia is wrong or IMDb is wrong. I think they were collecting Medicare when they were filming and they were probably being fifteen. <laughs> no, or 16. no, they're not. They're, they, I, I, really, I really think the younger one was is actually was actually older in real life. She is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Timmy says I look like a, a My Chemical Romance member in high school. I didn't dress <laughs> like that man, but I could play a lot of their songs. That's what I. That's how I. What I played a lot mostly in high school, like punk rock and like. Yeah, yeah I think I was the, into like. The older sister, yeah. I think she was twenty three when they were filming. Geez, how many dog mutilations did they have to have in this movie? Well, this why did people have their so dog I, outside? I, I, okay, but like the opening scene yeah. on Ginger Snap is like so overly dramatic. So overly dramatic. I felt sorry for the little kid that the mom was holding because he's just kind of staring at this actor like, what is going on? Why is she yeah. screaming so, so loud? Yeah, here's the situation <laughs> about this. Like when we watch, when my wife and I watch a movie, like yeah. I hate seeing dogs get killed because we're, we're my wife and i we're dog lovers okay but me too problem, i hate it is, yeah. the problem is i'm the one that has to watch it because she turns her head and refuses to watch it it makes me let her know when it's over with so i'm the one that has to watch it and be like okay <laughs> turn back around is it done is it and done I'm, I'm i'm also saying it's fake <laughs> but i don't want to see it i'd rather i i don't work for PETA, but i'd rather see i'd rather see like a some dude get his head chopped off then a dog something happened to a dog <laughs> uh, dude no i'm totally with you i'm just saying yeah but so like chris agrees with he, chris said yeah animal i think i should rephrase the question i'm, I'm not saying is animal torture enjoyable yeah, to watch you know what i mean yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, gonna, is it know, like dude, you will you guys like stop watching the movie is what i'm saying because okay i'm with nick yeah nick said if it's all fake he can watch it it brings out emotions because i don't like puppies and kittens dying and i can watch animals dying as long as it's fake i agree brad says I feel more sorry when so, sorry. <laughs> it sounded wow. like, yeah. You sounded a Canadian. I, yeah, <laughs> funny. Yeah, I I feel more sorry. I'm a, I'm an American. Yeah. Good, when good. Come on over. Come on over. Killed in movies. I I I, uh, I agree with that too, Brad. Yeah. Nothing can pretty much be shown in a movie that's fake that will cause me to turn it off ever. That is just maybe because I. <laughs> You know how Jay grew up watching Friday the 13th and stuff? I grew up with that stuff, too, but I grew up watching stuff like the Hills Have Eyes remake, so I was really desensitized to stuff, man. So well, I, mean, I think well, it's... Well, you, just yeah. comment, you, you just made a comment. There's nothing in movies that would make you turn it off. I mean, there, there's... In there terms are, of content. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, there are... Like, if, I'm, if I go blindly into a movie and yeah. not realize that it's got sexual abuse for children... And then that comes up, I turn it off. I, I do. Well, that's it's, different. It's, I mean, are we gonna? Are, if is is it like a? That's are in we a lot of horror movies, the, movies too, though. I mean, that that's in that's in that could be. Yeah, like also. the, you know what I mean. The if if they if I had to sit through watching a child go through that, obviously, yeah. then I probably would shut it off. But I, I I'm talking if it's part of the story. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I wouldn't I wouldn't shut it off it, unless it's like extremity. And I even brought it up as a flaw, remember? Because I said. When that stuff is introduced, it should be handled very, very well. It's I yeah, feel it's, it should be used in like hokey plots. You know what I mean? Like it it's shouldn't gotta be... be done, and it's wrong wording, but it's got to be done tastefully, or it's got to be. No, it's not wrong wording. It's kind of like a lot of stories deserve to be tell. Like the Kite Runner dude is one of my favorite books. The whole well, that book has a huge plot line where this dude watches his friend get raped, and he never tells it to his friend because 
he's afraid of how we'll react and he lives with the secret his whole life or like mystic river see that has a heavy abuse plot lines but it's done well you know what i mean yeah it's all how it ends up or how it's yeah. written or yeah but i'm afraid sometimes so it's used as a crutch at times for writing no i don't movie. i agree with you bro it, it, no, no no i don't that, agree then i don't agree with it right like, it, but I'll tell you i don't yeah. if it's you know depending on again like you said if depending on the storyline the actual plot line if it's got relevancy to the actual plot line then you know you could cringe and look away but it's part of that storyline but like a, I, books i've read movies i've seen before it's like a crutch to try to get that shock and all that you're like no, I don't agree with that. I agree with you. Meaning, I agree with you that that is not. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not cool with movies or books doing that. I probably wouldn't shut it off, but I it would knock the movie down for me. And with Extremity, when the movie's already like shit, that was like the icing on the shit cake. Yeah. You know what I mean, for me to say like, yeah, this was, but yeah, but Mystic River, like you're saying, is a great example. That movie is all to do with sexual abuse, and it's brilliant. Like, it's really, really that movie's great, man. And if the whole point of the well, I guess kind of the opening to Ginger Snaps are these animals or these dogs yeah. in particular going missing or they're finding them dead, and clearly they're saying there's some type of wild animal out there. Why were people not putting their animals indoors inside? The movie was horrible. <laughs> Why are we leaving them outside? Oh yeah, yeah. There's some wild. Well, I'm actually curious that. though, not because I'm because I know like. Like I told you, Jay, I showed it to two of my friends. Two of them liked it like I did. One of them didn't care for it. He didn't hate it like you, but he didn't like it, basically. So if you guys have seen Ginger Snaps, just say, tell me if you liked it or not. Have you read the book 120 Days of Sodom? And the movie's called Sallow. I ref CJ, that movie is not a, a hokey thing. It's a real thing about soldiers who used kids as sex slaves. Right. I would never read that book or watch that movie. And I push my boundaries with like extreme horror because I will not – there is no message I can gain from, gain from something like that's serious like that that would make me want to sit through what these kids actually went through. So I'm with you on that, man. So I guess, you know, I take my words back. I refuse to watch that movie. Do I think it shouldn't be made? No. I, that's my personal – you know what I mean? Because it's a personal thing. What I enjoy now – and what I enjoyed when I was younger, totally two different things. Like for instance, like this has this has this has nothing to do with these movies or anything. But let's take a stand-up comedian for for example. When I was younger, yeah. I would watch every stand-up comedian, and every other word would be f this, f that. Now, being forty-three years old, turned on Netflix, way to see a stand-up comedian. If they start going into the nasty sexual jokes and f this and f that, I'm like. I don't want to watch. It's not entertainment to me anymore. I don't want to watch it. 25 years ago, I would have laughed. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> right there with them, you know. But now I'm watching it, you know, being older. And, and yeah, I'll admit, I'm older than everyone, yeah, everyone here. Yeah. here. You yeah. know, so it, it changed. Like, marriage changes you. Kids change Kids. you. Yeah, 100%. You, it just, it, but if I see somebody my age, and this is what ticks me off, like a stand-up comedian, yeah. somebody my age or older, and they have to use those kind of jokes to try to get some people to laugh. For entertainment. Not, yeah, it's it's not entertainment to me, it, yeah. and it's nothing I want to watch. All I can say is I don't know how I'm going to be when I'm your age, obviously, you know what I mean? So it would be foolish for me to even argue with that. So right now, yeah, I'm totally – I, I <laughs> some <laughs> of my favorite comedians are off the wall messed up, man, like Anthony Jeselnik, Dave Chappelle. I love that shit, and like – yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, I totally agree. You're, what you're saying makes sense. There's like experience changes you, life experience. You know, having kids probably is a. You've mentioned openly like that's why certain scenes involving kids or plot lines does like bother you a little more, right? Because you're right. a dad. That's yeah. like the one part in the call that I was just cringing. Yeah. As a mom, as soon as soon as you know there was somebody that was underage, I was just like, oh, please. No, no and that's no, why no, it's no. cool, man, to because like, yeah, dude, anyone who doesn't argue that who you are, your life experiences, how old you are matters, how you view something is that totally matters. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. But uh, all I can say is, yeah, dude, like right now, apart from Sallow, like basically, which is just glorified child porn, which I refuse to watch, I am. There's nothing I haven't shut down and nothing that I don't, I, it, yeah, like I'll, I'll take it all, man. Strap me down like Clockwork Orange and show me everything. <laughs> but no, nah, man, like 
not it's it, it is a personality thing too man i have a lot of friends you, you probably have friends dude not anymore probably because they're not cool Jay but have who friends. hate horror <laughs> <Sorry>, friends that's <laughs> why i started this, that's why i started my youtube channel i have no, no dude friends. you probably <laughs> have friends in here somewhere you have friends who thought you were weird as shit probably for being so into horror you know what i mean i have friends like that and who are you know so it's not just the age it's a personality thing too where it's like uh, yeah they like they don't get why i'm so into horror they're like why are you writing these things and i just say why do you like watching fucking gilmore girls nothing wrong with gilmore girls but i'm like i'm not gonna re-watch you know <laughs> seasons of a show like that for that it's some things you'll you know we're so different all of us like mentally it's like we'll never be able to see how someone else could even watch or sit through something or like something you know what i mean I will never understand. I might piss off people here. How people like Cardi B or or Twenty One Savage? No. I can't stand them. I can't listen to that. I, I just I don't get the whole attraction, and that's fine because those same people that are into it, they don't get the attraction of what I like. So I mean, I'll yeah. accept it, or maybe they do, right? And, but, and I mean, they, but yeah. for the record, though, that tag I did, that anti TV red tag that I did, yeah, that was create it to ruffle a few feathers here or there it, because it's Jay my likes preference. To stir the pot. He likes to stir well, the I mean, pot. But it, it was my, my <laughs> preference. The tag was the tag, which Noah tagged me. He knew I was not going to be afraid to beat around the bush. That's why he tagged me. Yeah, it I was, think you might have insulted him, actually. He got pissed in the comments. He's like, wow, <laughs> nice job shitting on the two most beloved franchises, but, but dude. It, yeah. The thing was my TBR. Books that are not going to yeah. be my TV. I have half the books I talked about. I have Dune. I just don't have a, a, an interest to read it. I have, yeah. I have Dean Kuntz. I don't have an interest to read him. I mentioned him in there too. I have House of Leaves, which Noah loves. That that whole tag was to it, my personal preference, my anti TV. Yeah. So I did it. <laughs> I think dude, I lost. No, dude, I lost two Why subscribers when it, it was live for like ten minutes. I kid you not. It was live for like 10 minutes. My subscribe count went down two as I got my two thumbs down and those two people. Yo, you <laughs> you know why box. Jay is a great, you know why Jay is, <laughs> I love having Jay as a co-host, dude, because I like having conversations and where I can't predict, <laughs> like, oh, what is my yes man going to say this week? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's different. Yeah. So hey, people need more for that either. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, we need we need people who are. That's a gr underrated movie, by the way. We don't care. Actually, like yeah. that. I did. It's pretty yeah. good, actually. Like yeah, that. yeah, and that scene where he's saying "Jumper" is never going to get old on, on the roof. Right. But yeah, no, dude, like, never be afraid to say how much you hate something, even man, seriously, or how much you like it. So that is definitely something that I love. But Everyone's entitled it, to their it, own opinions. Exactly, my TBR, my this. You know, my skeleton collection. All of us have our preferences, so it's very, very, yeah. Uh, it, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, the, anytime you mention something that the majority love, you know what I mean, is going to get obviously more hate than you seeing Extremity was garbage. Yeah. I like the, I like the Marvel movies. My wife and I, we love the Marvel movies, and we've been to the theaters to see all of those, but I'm sure there are people, I'm sure there are Star Wars fans that are like, why do you like, guys like the Marvel movies, you know? Yeah. I don't care much for the DC movies. I was growing up. I was a comic book guy growing up because I used to draw comic books and stuff. But I was a Marvel guy growing up. So yeah, mm -hmm. when all these movies came out, I'm, I was immediately, you know, attracted to these movies. My wife loves them too. We like the Marvel movies. We don't care much for the DC ones, and we don't care much for yeah. the Star Wars stuff. So I'm sure the Star Wars fans are like, you got Marvel stuff just spin off of what we're doing, or it's just you know a subgenre of, of what you know Star Wars created for you and all that stuff, which really it's not, it's a whole different universe, but they're gonna look at me the same way. Now I'm not, you know, going to go to any cosplay uh you know events dressed I'd up love as, to see that yeah dressed up as the Hawk or Iron Man and I don't devote my life to it because I do have a job, but <laughs> I understand, I mean I enjoy those movies much better than I do the Star Wars movies. My wife and I did actually watch Star Wars episode one through nine just to yeah. watch them in order um, over Christmas break last year. Uh, it just to understand nice. what people are liking. They were, they were fine. Some of the storylines were fine. They yeah. were very bloated to us. And, 
but we watched them and it's not like i don't know i don't i, I might have said that they were crap but if i say something's crap doesn't mean i really really hate it <laughs> i don't yeah, remember if you see something's worse it, than ex if you see something's worse than extremity that means you hated it yes <laughs> Yeah, Shannon. Shannon said Marvel is better than DC, but DC has the best comeback title because no one read Aquaman and Jason made it cool. That's actually pretty funny. Yeah, I I, act, I mean Aquaman was a, a really fun flick. I didn't see Justice League because everyone apparently said it's absolute trash. But Wonder Woman is great for DC. That's about Wonder Woman is awesome. I love that yeah. movie. So good. Yeah, I love Marvel. I'm not. And I don't mean any insult, like to people who like love, love all you know these universes. What? I'm not a big what? like Avengers. I know, right? Yeah. You can't I'm have a different big... opinion. And the times are like turned. <laughs> I'm all about that Punisher series on Netflix. So yes. badass, the Punisher. So I put all Dare those effort, even though they're Marvel. So good, dude. Daredevil, man. You're, you're, you'd really like it, man. I think you need to watch a Daredevil on Netflix. No, I, I, I've seen all those. The, I, it's great, right? Did you yeah. like them? I I put those aside. I know they're Marvel, but I put I separated those from the movies. Yeah, they're made for adults, yeah. dude. They're not yeah. really made for kids. Yeah. Scion is about to drop something on you guys. That's, I mean, it's yeah. We have this little show that we we do, and those that are in the chat yeah. right now, you guys support us the most. Nikki, you've been like the biggest supporter of this channel because I don't. I've lost track how many uh, YouTube uh, uh, videos you've done that you've mentioned. <laughs> Hey, Jay Maddox Entertainment or Sion Das, they do this show called Coffin Couch. And you always put our link our stuff in the body of your videos. So yeah. we plan to, we don't have anything with us right now, but we plan on uh, uh, making this public, this information we have with you on the show. And the people that are in the sure. chat we're, right now, we're, are, we're are building it up too much, man. Yeah. Think it's, okay. It's, no, it's, yeah, the yeah. is good, but, but I'm here, here's what, here's what I want. I mean, Let's just. Uh, I'll give we the sign on now because, yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. We did. Where are we, we going? Just, Where are we going? Yeah. We just basically. Wait, wait. Did... We're all gonna create our own horror flick together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We wrote we the got, script you know... and we're going to do it. No, seriously. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna give it over to Sion now because this was his. You know, Osgood Perkins reached out. He's a fan of the show, and he wants to kill all of us in his movie. But yeah. yes. No. I'm, basically, I'm gonna because he created this. This is this, this baby. Yeah, basically, guys. Instead of just asking, you know what I mean, you guys for money to support the show or the time that goes into it, I thought it'd be cool just to make some merch. So I just put together some merch, guys. So if you guys are fans of the show, you guys can totally check out just some shirts and mugs I came up with, some designs. And if you guys ever want to support us in that way, that would be awesome. So I think and I, I, it was just something because I like doing graphic design shit for fun. So I'm like, might as well. So I just put some stuff together. So, yeah, that, that's he's the big. Being really, he's being really modest, guys. He's being really humble about this. Um, yeah. Be we have excited. This is a, I mean, this is awesome. We have so, merchandise. You guys have to see these. These. Uh, you have to see these designs that he created. Like, when he sent them to us, he created these. And when he sent these to me, like, I saw, I was like, holy shit, did you make these? Where did these come? He's like, yeah, I made these. He's like, what do you, what do you think we do, we get? What do you, what do you say we do some uh, merchandise? I'm like, I'm thinking a coffee mug or a sticker. Okay. No, he sent yeah. me the link to a company that, correct me if I'm wrong, they, no, everything's okay. made to order. They have yeah. the design. And so, uh, somehow we'll have to get the the our friends here the link so they can check it yeah. out. Thank you so much, seriously for for like, dude. When me and Jay started this man, like like two two and a half months ago, basically, we never thought it would turn into like even like people who regularly watch. So we didn't know we were gonna make it a podcast. <laughs> no, dude, that didn't, yet, that didn't I, come along to like two it's been episodes. Awesome. In. I, can, I can share with you guys a little bit, but I can tell you right now, so how many listens we have and stuff like that. So. That, yeah, the podcast part came in like what two or three weeks right into now, it. Yeah, right now we have ninety-eight total plays, and we have listeners, and this is cool. So thank, thank you to our listeners in Germany, and UK, Indonesia, and Russia. So that's pretty cool too. But yeah, dope. So I think it's pretty. Cool. Yeah, guys. Like I mean, where we started this. Yeah, no. See, to me, this sold out. No, I, I, I'm joking, obviously, but this is what I was afraid of, man. I hope, like, this, <laughs> it, this is totally because I like 
doing graphic design stuff for fun. Yeah, and if you guys, like I said, don't buy anything, it's totally cool, man. The fact yeah. that yeah, we're, we're, going even, we're not, we're not, we're not like no, saying, and just hey, see, this, no, stuff, we could have, uh, we could have activated sponsorships like four or five episodes ago. I told you, I never yeah. will do that. I don't believe in that shit either. Like, I'm not gonna be like, cool guys. So just so you know, I fucking cook some things up with a. A blue apron this week or right least. right what, 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 for those who don't know how to po- i mean a lot of you listen to podcasts from here and there but then you've probably heard the host say oh this segment sponsored by yada 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 we decided not to do that because just it takes away from the uh legitimacy legit i can't even talk no, the, that, that's not the, what the we're here for bit, you know we're, we're not here to make money guys seriously we're but here knows, this is maybe, totally maybe one day it will turn into that you never know when I have spare time, I love movies. So I was like, why not? And I have buddies now on, on booktube. I'm like, why not create this thing? Yeah, man. So we can just totally talk about something. It's just one of those things to make something more of your hobby. And that's what it's cool. Cause that's what guitar was for me, man. Growing up, it's just a hobby. When I realized, Oh, if I work really hard at this, I can actually turn it into a, a job. So that's really, I find that awesome. Of course, more money is never a bad thing. So that's why getting that piece of paper known as a degree will amplify things. So, yeah. So I'm just very happy, man, and that we have this whole community who loves like what we do. And and it's it's from book. It's not just BookTube, which is cool, too. I love everyone from BookTube. You've been nothing but nice. Sometimes I forget that I'm an author. Like I. <laughs> so, yeah, like because I don't read that much anymore over the last past past year. But, yeah, so apart from writing. You know, when I discovered this community, I'm like, it's cool that everyone here loves movies, too. So thank you guys so much. So we had one of, like, a really malicious, horrific rant, and now we had a nice rant. (laughs) 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 No, I'm kidding. Calvin said uh, his old podcast was sponsored by Adam and Eve, which is a sex toy shop. (laughs) (laughs) Anything. Yeah. It's funny because coffin couch almost sounds like casting couch, which I just realized that. But <laughs> so that would be a good pod. The opening, well, uh, the, the, the opening, uh, the opening music in our opening opener is going to be like the music from like Pornhub. Yeah, we'll get the original members, probably the Roots, right? No. Yeah. It's <laughs> a huge portion of my life where it looked like I wasn't doing anything, so now I can say, you know what I mean? Hey, I earn, a, make a living with my instrument. I'm going to school. Now I have this podcast. So it's more of like having things to talk about, too. You know what I mean, man? And not right. just being a fucking shelf for people to stick their insults into growing up. But yeah. Uh, Chris, but yeah is so. play, Chris is saying he needs a J face mask. Guess what? <laughs> your, your wish may come true. <laughs> yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. It's been another exciting episode. For Nikki from Dark Between Pages and Scion Das, I am Jay Maddox from Jay Maddox Entertainment. Until we meet again, this has been another exciting episode of Coffin Couch. See With ya. guest Dark Between Pages, a.k.a. Nikki. Thanks for having me. Absolutely.